mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Key is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses and blue light glasses at an affordable price point starting at $50. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. Use promo code CHALLENGED at keyaustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code CHALLENGED at Q-U-A-Y-Australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Dating is hard. Lavu makes it easy. <laughs> Lavu is the best dating app there is. It just won User's Choice Award for Best Dating App from Google Play. Lavu is for relationships. It's for something a little more serious, but it's also seriously fun. Tired of mindless swiping? Download Lavu. That's L-O-V-O-O. Get one week free premium membership using the code GET-LOVE-NOW. That's GET-LOVE-NOW for one free week on Lavu. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Oh God, we thought we'd have everything totally figured out by the time we were like ah, thirty. And guess what? We don't no, at all. We don't, <laughs> and that's okay because we have someone phenomenal today that we're going to stop and ask for directions from. Her name is Lauren Berger. Guys, she is a career management expert, CEO, and founder of Intern Queen, the brand new career queen, and she's a best-selling author. She has three books. Her first book is All Work, No Pay, about being an intern. Uh, her second book is called Welcome to the Real World. And now her latest book, her third book, is called Get It Together, Ditch the Chaos, Do the Work, and 
and design your success. And that's exactly what she has done in her life. She has so much great information for us today. That's right, you guys. She founded Intern Queen in 2009 after recognizing the need for a more personalized way for young people to connect with internships and career opportunities and to make their dreams come true. So without further ado, here is our interview with the amazing Lauren Berger. We are so excited to have Lauren Berger on our podcast today. Guys, Lauren. <laughs> hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. I'm excited. We're, so are we. I feel like this is so beneficial and I wish I would have had something like this at that age to um, access and to kind of give me all the knowledge I needed. And I'm so glad that our listeners will have this. That's exactly why I started this all years ago, because I needed someone to hold my hand and kind of give me that boost and that career and internship lift. So here I am to help everyone listening. That's so great. So, okay. For our listeners, right. Um, those who are a little lost when it comes to figuring out what to do with their lives, how do you suggest they narrow down those options? Yeah. I mean, when I was a, I don't know, maybe a sophomore or junior in college, I printed out a list of the majors that the school offered and I just started circling things. And most of the things were in line with PR, marketing, communications, and that world. I remember I circled meteorology, which was random. So I kind of <laughs> left that on the side. But I said, you know what? I just have to start somewhere. And so I got an internship in communications at a PR firm. And that was my first internship. And a lot of people don't know where to start. You just have to start somewhere. And that first opportunity is going to tell you a lot about what you like to do and also what you don't like to do. And also, um, if you're out of college, then setting informational interviews with people, you know, and asking them what their job is like on a day to day, I think is crucial because you hear all of these titles and it's confusing and they're different depending on which organization you're talking to. So it's really helpful to sit down with people and just say, what do you do all day? Can you walk me through a day in your life? Because I think you'll be really uh, shocked to hear what they have to say. I, I feel like lists are a really good theme throughout all of your books. And I will say going, going through your books throughout the weekend, I found so many, so much information that I needed to hear even now in my thirties and kind of having no known what I want to continue to do already having a career. So it really kind of your advice can be taken with the reader for, for many, many years. Uh, but when you first started, you obviously were looking for an internship. You were in college. You didn't feel like you had the resources. And so why, so you created intern queen. What was that like? Yeah. I mean, no one ever said to me when I was in college, you can start your own business. You could start it today. As silly as that sounds, no one ever said that. So I don't know that all of the wires were sort of connecting in my brain at that point. But I, I was looking back, I was taking small steps to start a business. And I was just driven by my own curiosity. I remember going to the bookstore and looking for a book on internships and there was nothing there. There used to be a big, thick textbook that the Princeton Review would publish with a listing of all the internships. But there was nothing on advice. So after seeing these gaps in the marketplace over and over and over again, I thought, well, I've had 15 internships in my four years of college. I know what's right. I know what's wrong. I learned through trial and error. Maybe I can do this myself. That's so cool. So, okay. Once, um, deciding the direction you go in, right. So you circle all the things you want, you just, you decide on a major. What do you, um, how do you prepare a resume? Because I think that's something that is really daunting for people. And it seems so simple, but I think a resume can make or break whether you get the interview, right? Right, right. It's all, it's all on that resume. So, um, when you're, when you're creating that first resume, I always say, do kind of an info dump first, just take out a piece of paper or go on your computer and create a, an empty word doc or blank word doc, and just kind of info dump and write down everything you've ever done that is a quote unquote professional experience, whether it's on campus, an internship, a part-time job, a volunteer opportunity, whatever it might be, and just kind of info dump. And then you're going to take the best stuff and that's what's going to go on your resume. And if you're overqualified, which a lot of students nowadays are, they have so many things on, on their resume. Um, I challenge you to answer this question. If you were in the... 
If you were in an elevator with the CEO of your dream company and you only had 15 seconds to talk, what would you talk about? And those are the things that should be highlighted on your resume. That's fantastic. So you essentially that so and then after you make a resume, you then for an internship, what's going to what makes you think that uh, why should someone stay with an internship program how can they continue to stay with that company? I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. How can do you, you tell turn, I didn't go yeah. to college? I'm like, <laughs> like, I didn't take the SATs. Okay. You're asking how do, you're basically asking, how do you take an internship and turn it into a job? Yes. Um, I think after, once you get to the halfway point in your internship, it's a great idea to have an evaluation. Some companies will have that if they're super structured, other companies will not have that and you'll have to ask for it, but make sure that you ask for feedback. And I think in that feedback session, that's a great time to say, I'd really like to work at a company like this after college. What advice do you have for me? What other people and departments should I connect with? And how can I make sure to stay on your radar so that when I graduate, whether that's in three months or in three years, I can stay in touch with you. So I think it's very softly planting the seed and planting it early so that they're thinking about you. And then also focusing not just on the first impression. I think everyone knows how to make a good first impression on the first day. We're all early. We look great, et cetera. But what about day 20? What about day 30? What's that lasting impression? So focusing on the lasting impression will really help you when you're trying to turn your internship into a job. That's such great advice. I want to take it back just a sec- for a second to internships because I know that some are paid and some aren't. And mm-hmm. obviously all everyone would prefer to get paid. Um, how if, if we get our dream internship and it's not paid, is there a way to segue it into becoming a paid internship before we work there find, um, permanently? Is that something that's doable or not? So things have changed a lot. Uh, my first book was called All Work, No Pay. And mm-hmm. that's because my internships were all unpaid. Mm-hmm. I had a I got a $100 stipend once. That being said, that was a long time ago and times have changed. And the majority of internships are becoming paid. Every, every once in a while, you'll see a PR firm or a marketing firm that's not paying or non, a lot of nonprofits aren't paying, sometimes startups. But most of the companies, if not all of the companies that I personally intern for, I was an unpaid intern. Now those internships are paid. So I do think a lot of students will get that paid internship. If you interview for a position, I think it's fair to ask if it's a paid or unpaid opportunity. Make sure if they say unpaid, you don't make a face. (laughs) People remember that. Impressions (laughs) stick. So keep a smile on your face. And then I do think that when they offer you the position, there's ways to ask. There's ways to say things like, I know this internship is unpaid, but are you willing to cover my transportation or is there opportunity to negotiate a stipend for lunch or things like that to make it a smoother experience. And also remember, internships are usually 12 to 15 hours a week. So you could have a part-time job and an unpaid internship. That's what I used to do. It's doable, but only do it if it's your dream internship and you know that the experience you're going to get is going to be that valuable Um, and go with your gut on that. If you feel like, eh, I don't know what this is. This is a little weird. Um, I really don't want this internship. It's going to be impossible for me to do this and not get paid. Then don't do the internship. Leave it for someone who wants it. Can you quit an internship if you get there and you're like, I don't like the way that people are running business here? So great question. I just think I think you have to be careful about that because there's what a student feels like is inappropriate. And then there's what is inappropriate. Sometimes that's the same. I want to make sure I give students credit in that. Sometimes it's not. So some businesses have a really, you guys know, some companies have a really cutthroat environment and some companies have a really relaxed environment. And I think if you start an internship, you should try not to quit because you're just going to burn a bridge with the people around you. However, I'll sort of caveat, uh, caveat that by saying, if you see something, say something. And if you are uncomfortable, get out of the internship. I mean, no questions asked. It's like if you're at the airport, if anything weird is happening at that company, like tell a supervisor, tell a parent, tell anybody who will listen and leave the internship as gracefully as possible. You're so good in all of your, you stress the importance of keeping contact and and really establishing those business relationships. Um, so, but how do you continue that? That's where I feel like I'm always really bad. Like I'll meet someone who is also in the same industry and we'll, ex- you know, I'll get their card, we'll exchange information. And then I never know how to like follow up like months later to be like, Hey, remember that time I met you for five minutes? Well, here's a favor that I need from you. I need a thing. I always feel like I'm being needy or a squeaky wheel. 
Yeah, I think we all feel that way. <laughs> I understand. And and even I'm sometimes I'm great at it, sometimes I'm not so great. Sometimes I need to get it together, no pun intended. <laughs> but um I think as soon as you meet someone, nobody wants to keep business cards anymore. So email the person, um, then throw away the business card. Sometimes I'll BCC myself on stuff and then I'll just file that email under a professional contacts folder in my email. And then my big rule for interns and for everybody really is that you stay in touch three times per year. Um, three times per year, it doesn't change. So I, I think in semesters still because I work with college students, but once in the fall, once in the spring, once during the summer, you stay in touch with your professional contacts. Um, by this point, I usually remember I f- when those times come around, but sometimes I'll put a little calendar notice in and I'll say, just spend two days, two work days, just kind of going through that professional contacts folder and just following up with anyone that you haven't been in touch with. People like notes that they don't have to respond to. We're all too busy, too overwhelmed, too many emails. So just saying, hi, I was thinking about you, I think goes a long way. Whenever I see an email where I don't have to answer a question, I'm like, Ooh, I love this email. Favorite email ever. (laughs) Um, so that's really, that's really great advice. And to, um, piggyback on that for our listeners who have submitted to the, um, how do they how do they follow up with the employees once they have submitted the initial, I guess, application for the internship? Is yeah. it an email where it doesn't have a question in it as well? I think it's an email. Well, actually, probably an email that does have a question in it. The email I would use to follow up is, hi, so-and-so. I applied for this internship on X day. You'll see my information below. You want to forward the original email um, and make sure your resume and cover letter are attached to it so that employer doesn't have to go searching because they they won't go searching. And um, you would say, I just wanted to confirm that you received my materials and see if there's anything else I can send over. And it's really just a friendly reminder. Um, And then I I would do maybe two follow-ups. And if you still don't hear back, I would try to get someone on the phone. Uh, You could do a little social media stalking, maybe a LinkedIn message. And then you kind of have to move on to the next thing. And you can still stay in touch and politely follow up. Um, I've followed up with people for years before I get answers on things. It's crazy and kind of ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but some people (laughs) don't respond all the time. So stay on it, but make sure you have a backup plan. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket with any job or internship. Even if you know someone, I think it's always a good idea to have a backup plan. So you built Intern Queen. Is this the same time that you transitioned into kind of having your first job? I know that you were a second assistant at CAA which is a very intense agency (laughs) and you write a lot about that in your second book. Yes. So much. Um, (laughs) so I had the idea for intern queen when I was in college and then I graduated college in Florida, moved to LA. Um, I asked my dad for money to start my business. He said, no, good talk, dad. (laughs) Right. And, uh, so I got my first job at CAA uh, within weeks of moving here because I was able to leverage contacts from my internships. So again, stay in touch three times per year. But um, I had my first job at CAA. I worked there for two years as the second assistant um, to the head of talent at the time. It was a very fancy, cool job, but I could not stop thinking about my internship idea, an intern queen. And it was a really bizarre position to be in because at that time in... I worked at CAA from like 2006 to 2008. And at that time, entrepreneurship was not what it is today. I didn't know any entrepreneurs and I felt very lonely in what I wanted to do in a way, because no one around me was running their own business. And when I would talk about it, people would look at me like I had two heads. (laughs) So they're like, we, and especially when you work at a company that's as cool as CAA, people don't understand why you want to leave. Even Mm. my parents, they said, why would you want to leave there? (laughs) You know, you represent movie stars or you're not me, my boss represented (laughs) movie stars. So it was really hard to explain to people that I was passionate to articulate it. And I just had that gut feeling that entrepreneurs talk about. So in 2009, um, long story short, I had $5,000 of savings, which in LA is not a lot of money. Mm -hmm. My rent at the time in West Hollywood was about 1350, I think Mm -hmm. it's definitely gone up since then. (laughs) And, um, I, I said, mom, dad, I'm going to be the intern queen now. So I left CAA. I started intern queen full time with my $5,000. I've never seen an investor check. So people talk about investment money and never, never seen that before. <laughs> and um, here we are. Uh, this is our 10. This is 10 years of intern queen in 2019. Wow. So very exciting. That's phenomenal. Thanks. Wow. So when you so you essentially started 
did you start with videos? Did you start with just a blog? Did you start with... I started with just a blog. It was me writing about my internship advice. Um, And then it kind of segued into a lot of... While I was trying to pay for what is now internqueen.com and pay to build up that database, which costs money from a web guy and and all that. Um, I was doing a lot of speaking. I started writing my first book, All Work, No Pay. So I was making money off of speaking engagements at the time. Not a lot of money. I think my first paid speaking engagement was $200 and it was in Iowa and I had to fly there. So I lost money on it (laughs) It in in the negative. But uh, (laughs) But you got to see Iowa. Yeah, but I got to go to Iowa. Um, I have Southwestern Community College. But that's such a good lesson of you have to start somewhere, right? And so you take this brave step with not a ton of savings and not no investors, as you say. So every little bit counts. And the commitment and the faith that you had in this gut feeling. Right. Right. It sort of had to work. There was no backup plan. And like you said, there was no extra money. So if I got stuck in a hotel room because of a thunderstorm or something, I was screwed. I didn't have any money for the, I didn't, there was no extra, but, um, I saved up enough to launch internqueen.com. It may not have been the most smooth site in in 2009, but it worked. Um, And uh, then we started charging companies to post internships on the website. And so that was a big revenue stream. And then uh, two years later, what has really propelled the business to kind of a new level of success is that we started a college marketing agency called the Intern Queen Agency. And I said, I have 60,000 students coming to our website every month, this has to be valuable to brands that are trying to market to this hard to reach 18 to 22 year old. And sure enough, brands were willing to pay um, to create college marketing programs. So now today we have Intern Queen, we have our Intern Queen Campus Marketing Agency, where we work with brands like Rag and & Bone and Michael Kors and Listerine and um, Amazon. And we help connect college students to cool ways to represent these brands on campus. Um, and then, just to keep going, I'm almost no, done. Yeah. Uh, then last year, with the launch of my third book, Get It Together, we launched Career Queen. And we're not monetizing that that business yet. Uh, We're experimenting with it. But the idea with Career Queen is that we've worked with people for over 10 years now. We have so many great 20 and 30 somethings in our network. Why not help them get jobs? So we're experimenting with a, we just hired a recruiter. So we're experimenting with a recruitment model there. We have uh, careerqueen.com has a bunch of blog content on it and just kind of playing around because I feel like we're sitting on gold. We have so many great relationships with so many great individuals that should be taking all the great jobs. So if we can, you know, match that could be something new. I feel like you learn how to run a really great business by also being in the throes of a a already running great business. I mean, the, what you talk about the lessons that you learned while working at CAA, I think are just so valuable. And I love how, um, you hold yourself accountable for every lesson that you learned in your second book, welcome to the real world. Yeah. I talk about all the things. You talk about all the things. It's very embarrassing. I can't even read the first chapter. I'm like, Ooh, this is real. For those of our listeners who haven't read it yet, will you give just a little synopsis of it? Yeah. I mean, I was just the worst assistant in the world and my poor boss who I love today and we are very close friends, which is lucky and how that happened. But I, and I have to remind her sometimes, remember what I used to, remember what I used to do. I mean, I would just mess up everything and, um, it really interrupted her life in not the best way. So I'm very honest and open about that in my second book, welcome to the real world. So I always say, if you're someone that's going into a fast paced job, especially in entertainment and music and fashion, PR event planning, learn from my mistakes and don't do what I did because I certainly didn't know what to do. You have a whole chapter called Oops, I Did It Again. And (laughs) kind of love some Britney. (laughs) It's so good. We've talked, we've definitely talked Britney on this podcast, but you break down like different scenarios that you found yourself in, which were just so nice to hear, especially because you are so successful at this point and you've built up such an incredible multiple businesses. And the fact that you're like, yep, I was the girl that was like hungover at work and then like triple booked my boss on a call and forgot to have any of her furniture shipped to her office and had all these <laughs> yeah, crazy I things I was just happen. telling someone that story the other day. So, okay. Let's just say, um, someone, one of our listeners relates to that. How do you handle that situation? When you're hungover and you realize you haven't done your job correctly. Oh my gosh. I was such a hot mess. There was so much McDonald's involved. I'm so embarrassed. Um, 
I came home that year and to Florida and my dad was like, you're the biggest I've ever seen you. I was like, thanks, dad. Love that comment. But it was all the all the late nights and expensive meals that we thought we could afford but couldn't. Um, I mean, so what, lots of McDonald's, lots of McDonald's. But what I ended up doing because this it was a hot mess at work. What I ended up doing was I and I always thought I was going to be fired. I had so much anxiety. I was nervous all the time. My parents didn't get it. I felt like nobody understood what I was going through. So what I ended up doing was I called my boss on the weekend and I said, I'm coming over. And I said, I need to meet you today. I need to sit down with you and I need to express how I'm feeling because I love working for you and I just need some guidance. And I feel like I did it probably in such a weird, frantic way that she didn't really have an option to say, no, please don't come see me this weekend. And so I drove to the Pacific Palisades and I sat down with her and I really just tried to put my heart on the table. And I said, I I took ownership of the fact that I was not doing well. And I asked her for advice. And I said, flat out, are you going to fire me? Because I constantly feel like you're going to fire me every day. And if you're not going to fire me, that would be great to know. Because then when you're upset with me, I can tell myself, okay, use this as a learning. You're not going to get fired. Um, But I was so wrapped up in thinking I was going to get fired. I couldn't even listen to her feedback. But it was such a pivotal moment in our working relationship together. And she opened up and we were in a setting that wasn't the crazy chaotic office. So that was really helpful too. So she gave me advice, took me under her wing and I still messed up after that, but, um, I felt like we had a more solid understanding. That's so great. So own that you're human and that you will make mistakes and that you are learning and that you are growing from it. And And I couldn't have had that conversation during the workday. I mean, at a place like a talent agency, it is way too busy. So I think taking it out of the work setting was also really important. Do you feel like when you're young and at a new job or even at an internship that so many people have a hard time just asking for help and and not in a way of like, well, I know that you told me earlier how to do this, but like do it again. Like obviously there's an accountability of paying attention, but if you really don't know what they're asking. Oh, you have to. I see this all the time. I'm always telling our intern in our office, please ask for help. And if you find, if you have a gut feeling that you've been working on a project, you got some sort of assignment, it's been an hour, it's not going that smoothly say something. And you can always, I think asking questions like, how long should this task take me is really important because then what we find a lot is that we'll assign a task out to an intern and it's supposed to take an hour. And then three days later, they're still working on the task. And then we realize we are on completely different pages. There's a big communication gap because at an office, you're speaking from a certain level of experience with your work. And when you have an intern that's never been in a professional environment, environment before they're interpreting the information differently. So do anything you can to try to, um, to try to bridge bridge the gap. gap. Exactly. If you are a CEO of your own company or you do have an intern or an assistant or someone working for you and you don't know how to start that conversation, do you have any advice for them if they're just like, well, they're just not doing the job and I don't know how to tell them like to do the job better? You have to... I find myself every day saying the words dig in so much to all of my team members. Like you just got to dig in and nobody wants to, everyone wants to just keep their day moving, sit down with the intern. If they're a virtual intern, sit down with them on Skype and have them walk you through the process of what they're doing, because most likely they're just missing a step or they don't realize that they can get information quickly by doing it this way or that way. So it's really just digging in. I mean, all day I get I ha- we have a team of um, 10 people that work at Intern Queen and we're a young company. So I am still very in the weeds as a CEO, trying to get out of the weeds. That's the goal, <laughs> out of the weeds. Look, I'd like to look at the future, but I usually look at that current day, unfortunately. But um, I'm constantly getting gut feelings where I-, I say to myself, Lauren, dig in. Like you're not, you're not getting a clear answer there. Dig in and see what's really happening in this situation. And speaking of really great mottos, your get it together story with your trainer, I think is a phenomenal story. Will you share that with our listeners? Because I know it's also the title of your new book. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. And, um, so I, I, 
I used to work out at, at Crunch and Burbank and, you know, they assign you all these trainers. And I feel like I'm at that phase in life where now I'm older than everybody. So <laughs> these young, cute trainer boys, right? So I'm boxing with this trainer. And he was so funny because I am, I was significantly older than him, but he would just call me out on everything. And I, I like that. I like that kind of blunt feedback. And I would be boxing with him and he would just say to me, you are a hot mess. <laughs> and I remember, he would say, are you wearing your dad's sweatshirt? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, you're tired. Your nose is running. You're exhausted. You walked in 15 minutes late. You need to get it together. And at first I was slightly offended, but I mean, he was right. Trainer, shout out to trainer Joe. If you're listening. <laughs> but he, Joe was right. I needed to get it together. I was a hot mess. And I don't know if you guys go to the gym after work, but when your brain is still moving from the workday and you're trying to transition into gym mode, but you're not there and you're late and this and that, and you forgot your shoes. It was just, it was just messy. And it was definitely an him saying you need to get it together. First of all, gave me my book title. So again, <laughs> thank you, trainer Joe. Um, and second of all, it, it was a realization, uh, that I needed to, to get my act together. I call it the movie montage. And I keep waiting to like create one in my life where, you know, it's like it's someone at like feeling like a mess at the gym and like, and towards the end, they have their entire life together. And I feel like, but it's so hard to make the movie montage happen. And it doesn't happen in a minute and 30 seconds oh, right. with the chipper song playing in the background. It's a lot of hard work to make big, impactful changes in it your life. It takes a long time. And I am, I mean, I wrote that book about a year ago and I'm still working on it. There's things that I can look back at and say, Ooh, yeah, I really have it together in these areas. Mm. But then there's other areas where I'm like, not good, not good. Still need to work. And it's funny how I can, I'm on a plane. I, I travel about two and a half weeks out of every month. So I'm on the plane all the time. And I can't tell you, I usually have a copy of my book with me. I can't mm. tell you how many times I've opened my own book and read a chapter and been inspired by it. And so I always say, if I can be inspired by myself, <laughs> then other people can be inspired by the information here. Well, it's even like what you write about is just like making lists, setting goals, mm -hmm. but not overwhelming yourself. I mean, it's the same. I, that makes total sense because it's the things that you wrote out that you needed from yourself. And I think even mm -hmm. in the beginning, you say that how you got it started kind of finding your topics is every night you'd write down. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. 
because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly what was working for you and what was working against you. And then you would write down the solutions of how you could move through it. Exactly. I started, um, I started writing the book. So my husband's from San Diego and we were in San Diego over the holidays. For some reason, I thought the holidays was going to be a good time to start writing a book. It was not. Um, I would excuse myself from Christmas stuff and go sit in a weird Starbucks in San Diego. And I would just sort of do what I call the vomit draft, where I would just write down exactly what you said, things that I was frustrated at myself with that day, and then things that I had done successfully. And that's actually where I... in Get It Together, I talk about this do-it-yourself, super simplified version of a bullet journal that I make, Um, make it in fresh notebooks all the time. But uh, one of the pages that I like to keep is called the happiness page. And I just like writing down things that on a daily basis or weekly basis make me happy, whether that's going to Menchie's for Froyo (laughs) or, uh, you know, a positive conversation I had with a friend or an exercise class or whatever it is, because we all get in funk. And I think it's powerful to look at a page and say, oh, yeah, that's what makes me happy and sort of activate those solutions. That's so smart and such a simple solution to a quite frequent problem of being stuck in a rut and being having a bad day and not really knowing exactly what you need. So if you have that list um, and you can just check it and go, oh, that sounds good. Maybe maybe I do need to go work out or go get Froyo or whatever it is, whatever speaks to you. You can kind of every little baby step to get yourself back on track. Right. And that's so much of get it together in the book is just knowing what you need and really paying attention to yourself and what works for you and how many hours of sleep you need every night and what, how many, uh, something I talk about a lot in the book is how long does it take you from the time you get into bed to actually fall asleep? How long do you need to prep? Because if you have a long day and then you put yourself in bed and you can't fall asleep, then you're mad because you're not sleeping and you have to get up early the next day. It's so important to, again, just know what you need. Wow. We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Imagine if your phone was the same as it was in the 1940s. Well, that's exactly when the technology you're using to clean your air was developed with the invention of the HEPA filter. Thankfully, Molecule has introduced a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. Molecule's Pico technology goes beyond HEPA filtration. It captures and completely destroys the full spectrum of indoor air pollutants, including those 1,000 times smaller than what a HEPA filter can catch. In fact, in a study of 49 allergy sufferers presented at the American College of Asthma, Allergy, and Immunology, Molecule's technology provided dramatic, statistically significant symptom reduction within a week of use. One customer even said she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years. 
Molecules technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people. Molecule has already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. For $75 off your first order, visit M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E dot com and enter code CHALLENGE at checkout. Molecule, the air you were meant to breathe, is finally here. Key is a sunglasses brand that was founded at Australian music festivals and has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses plus blue light glasses at an affordable price point. Key has a huge variety of sunglasses for men and women starting at $50 like aviators, cat eyes, round, square, and more. They also offer polarized lenses, reflective lenses, and blue light computer glasses that can help block out all the harmful light admitted from screens. They're priced low but come with a luxurious high quality look and feel. Plus, Key launches tons of new styles monthly with something for everyone at an achievable price point. Key is so affordable that you can build your own Sunny's wardrobe with tons of styles to fit different looks. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. Um, I got these great snowboard goggles that they sent, and they are so cute and reflective. The lenses are um, almost rainbow colored, so I look cool on the slopes. I love it. I got these little kind of round black ones. You know, trying to keep up with the kids. And I'm obsessed with my blue light glasses. Mm. I wear them every night before bed, especially because I love reading on my iPad. That's perfect. Enjoy 20% off your order on keyaustralia.com with promo code CHALLENGED. That's promo code CHALLENGED for 20% off your order on Australia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for U.S. orders over $75. Do you actually challenge Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, and get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. Enter Nurex, the game-changing company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex offers end-to-end care without ever having to leave your home. It means paying for fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and no more forgetting to pick up your refill every month. Plus, if you don't have insurance, it's the most affordable option out there. And if you do have insurance, it could be completely free. Just go to their website or their app to answer a few health questions for their certified doctors. They carry over 50 brands of birth control so you can choose your go-to or their medical team will help you find the best option for you. It's all safe and secure and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com slash challenged for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com slash challenged. And we're back. You are a CEO. And what I appreciate is that I always have this vision of, you know, especially women running their own company, that they're up at like five in the morning every day with the exact same smoothie. And they have like that, this whole, everything is like planned and organized and they can like ditch their phone and go for a run and like answer everything and have everything just be perfect. And what I appreciated is how obviously even in your last books, you talked about how you would get on a schedule and then life would happen and you'd accomplish these goals and it would take you off that schedule. It's like sometimes when you get what you want, it just looks a little bit differently. And so I was so fascinated by the fact that here you are on book three, you've built up like this incredible business and you're still finding yourself at the gym running ragged and like, you know, in in 10 places at once and still searching for that work-life balance and knowing that you need to stop and like separate it out. Um, So some of the topics that you talked about in the first chapter was also creating healthy boundaries, which I want to talk about. Um, You do such a great job breaking down like email boundaries and social media boundaries. Uh, What are you still implementing those in your life right now? Great question. And it is so funny. I mean, I always say I have over the past 10 years, I've really designed the life that I wanted. I'm like, should the word want be in the present or the past? I don't know. It was definitely the life that I thought was going to be perfect for me. But I mean, a great example of someone like me thinking, "Uh oh, do I need to, you know, change this up again? As I said to my husband the other day, I'm like, we are traveling so much. We are never home. Like this can't be this can't be our forever. We can't be gone for two and a half weeks. We, we've set it up like this. And he's an entrepreneur, too. We've designed our life. And in a way, we can do whatever we want. 
But then you get to a place where like, ah, too much freedom. We need more structure. So I just said to him last night, it was like, I got to, I got to redesign here. Right. (laughs) Like, so I think you always think you know what you want. And then sometimes when you get there, you're like, ah, this looks really cool and sounds really cool from the outside, but living it, um, some days we're on it and some days we're not. And, you know, I think you're always kind of reinventing that perfect scenario for yourself. Well, and isn't that what propels you forward too? So you, you achieve the one goal and then you realize, okay, what's working, what's not, right. You know, always and, growing and changing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But do you feel like you have to be up at five in the morning? I tried to get up extra early this morning after reading and I was like, <laughs> I had my alarm set and I was like, no, I'm too tired. And it's something so, that I want to change in my I life. I think that like for, so for me, if I can get up super early two to three days a week, like on business day, on work days, that's successful. So okay. this morning I had, we have team members on the East coast. I try not to do super early calls because if I am up in the morning early, it's because I want to get ahead of the day or get sales emails out. Something that I have to really get in the zone for, uh, if I'm pitching myself for PR stuff, whatever pitching really, I like to get that done early. Um, because then the emails start coming in and you can't get any time for yourself. But I think if I can get up early, two to three days a week. I did it this morning. Woo. That's great. And usually if I'm not getting up early, it's because I'm not getting enough sleep. So that goes back to needing to get it together on the sleep side. Um, and then to answer your question about healthy boundaries, one of the things that I implemented, I don't think I talk about it in the book. I think I implemented it after. I don't know. It's blurring together. Um, I need to read that chapter again, but uh, I don't bring Instagram into bed with me. Now I do bring my phone and I don't delete the app. So I've, I typically have really bad self-control, but with this, I have good self-control because I know what it can do to my brain at night. I don't like it, but I don't let myself look at Instagram once I hit the bed. No more Instagram. Um, Is that because you feel like you get into a social media rut and then we'll continue and it'll be a black hole and then suddenly an hour has gone by. Yeah. And for me, so I'm a career, whatever you want to call me, (laughs) career expert, entrepreneur. I follow a lot of other cool women that I look up to and think are cool people doing cool stuff. I don't want to see that at night because I, just to be honest, I I get a little self doughty, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be scrolling and then I'll be like, Oh my God, she's doing that. Mm -hmm. I should be doing that. Like, why didn't I do that? Or why wasn't I on top of that? Or why didn't I know about that opportunity? And then I start spinning and it's really late. And I think that's a really unhealthy way to go to bed. It's great to know what everybody's up to. And during the day at 2 PM, cool. Right. But at night or even first thing in the morning, I don't like, uh, kind of spending the me time focusing on what other people are doing. And I know for everybody listening, it's not necessarily other business owners, but maybe it's the girl from high school, right? Maybe it's an ex-boyfriend who knows, maybe you're a new mom and you are looking at how other moms are parenting and then you start asking yourself, am I, am I as good of a parent as them? A friend of mine was telling me she feels that way sometimes. Well, but, uh, this is so yeah. great because this is, this plays into knowing yourself and knowing what you need. Right. And you know that you can't go onto social media before you go to sleep. Right. Right. And a lot of people are like, well, you shouldn't feel that way. I'm like, okay, well <laughs> that's great. But sometimes I do. I don't know who tells you that right? because I think a lot of people feel that way, myself yeah. included. Yeah. And that's We've a great way it. to implement it. Yeah. yeah that was like our, our first episode of this podcast yeah. was hugely discussing that exactly. Right. I love when you say that you you wake up and you want to make sure that you do something for yourself. It's not answering other people's emails that are going to be meant mm-hmm. for them. It's something, that, a goal that you've set for yourself, whether right. it's what what are cer- certain things yeah, you like to so do for yourself in the morning. For my college marketing business, I still do a lot of the sales for that. And we do heavy, heavy pitching. I mean, there's months where I will send out hundreds of pitch emails because nobody knows what we do. It's my job to tell the people they're not calling me. I got to find them. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a door knocker. So I will send out sometimes hundreds of emails over the course of one month and to sit down and send out 60 cold emails. I mean, sometimes if it's follow-up, it's a little bit easier, but if it's cold pitching, it just takes a while. So I will put on headphones. I'm the person that needs to blast rap music to get in the zone. I know a lot of people can't work with music, but I blast crazy rap music or weird Broadway show tunes and I just dive in. And so for me, 
I did not do it today. Um, so that's a miss, <laughs> but hopefully I'll do it this afternoon. But um, like if I can send 60 pitch emails out, whether it's for PR stuff or usually it's more sales-based, that is a successful morning for me because it's typically a numbers game. I'm really big on sales numbers. And if you send out X number of cold emails, that'll translate into X number of calls and proposals and closes. I'll drive you. Uh, the book the chapter in my book on goal setting, that's chapter four, is really intense. And I'm really open about all of our sales goals in there. And I know it's it's overwhelming. So I always say, do that chapter when you have a cup of coffee, yeah. a fresh notebook <laughs> in the morning, because I know I'm a little intense on the goal setting. For someone who is starting their own business, and if you are sending out a pitch email, uh, do you, is it a copy and paste situation? Do you recommend that people personalize it? What is a pitch email look like? So it depends on who you're pitching. If you're pitching all the same kinds of companies, you're probably going to want a template and then you're going to want to tweak it a little bit. But my advice, if you're pitching yourself for a press opportunity or you're pitching your business for um, a business opportunity, um, short, sweet, and to the point, no one's going to respond to a long email. Um, Name drop. Why are, you know, why should they pay attention? For us, it's like, hey, we're working with Whole Foods and Michael Kors. And, you know, we, we drop names purposely because we're trying to get their attention so that the person reading it says, woo, I want to talk to you too. Um, And then what's your question? What's the ask? Typically for us, it's trying to get whoever we're emailing on the phone. So are you available for a short call next week? So just really short, sweet, and to the point. And then being really clear and deliberate, while not too aggressive, about the value that you bring to the table. So for our campus agency... Our value is that we can get brands in front of a hard-to-reach audience of college students. Um, So that'd be my advice there. (laughs) Is there any tried-and-true advice that you would give our listeners to um, constantly have in their brain as they're going through one of the biggest transitions in their lives, right? So you, you go to start your newest internship and then into your next job, and that really kind of determines the trajectory of your life. Is there any solid advice you've learned from all your books and everything that yeah. they can kind of... I think it's probably two things. Okay. One, and this is these are constant themes through all my books and all my work. One is you advocate you. I have, I think that's one of my guiding principles and get it together, but you advocate you. No one else is going to do it for you. So it's up to you to know your goals and be able to shout them from the rooftops. Put yourself out there for the jobs and opportunities that you want um, and to not be afraid to put your, again, put yourself out there and tell people what you want to do. I am 10 years into running Intern Queen. It is a successful business. We're profitable. We're making money. All the things. I'm still spending so much time telling people what I want to do. Literally all the time. I'm Lauren. I do this. I do this. I do this. It, It really doesn't end, or at least I haven't gotten to that point in my career yet. So just get really confident in what you bring to the table and don't stop telling people who you are and what you want to do. And then my second piece of advice is embrace rejection. I get rejected every day. And I would say I'm at a point where most, and I have a whole chapter on rejection in the book. It's, it's my favorite chapter, chapter three. If you're ever having a bad day and you need to feel better, read chapter three. It really does help. Um, I use it on myself all the time, but anyways, uh, rejection doesn't mean never. It just means not right now. And we just made a video earlier, um, at my office, but asking for feedback when you get rejected is key. Um, I was up for one of these influencer campaigns and I didn't get it. And of course I found out when I saw a bunch of people I follow doing the campaign, which is always (laughs) fun. Right. Um, and I sent an email this morning. I was, I, I felt a little, um, shy about doing it, but I emailed the agency and I just said, do you have any feedback for me? Is there, are there, can we stay in touch for future opportunities? Because you always want to learn and and kind of understand, and then you want to keep the door open. So I, I say, always ask for feedback and then just stay in touch with people. I have turned so many no's over the years into yeses. Sometimes it takes a couple days. Sometimes it takes a couple years, but people do come around. So can you tell us about your mm-hmm. experience with Ford? Cause I loved that oh. part too. I thought that that was such a great, just that whole experience was such a learning curve. Now, was it the part I'm like, what did I say? I I was like, was it the part on how I connected with them? Yes. You initially wanted to do a project with them and they politely turned you down. Oh, and how I, yes, how I did that. I was like, which part did I I write about? (laughs) The only problem with books is you write them and then people ask you about them. You're like, Hmm, what, (laughs) what did I say on that chapter? Um, so yeah, when I, 
had the idea that Intern Queen could also be this campus agency, which again has been a huge revenue opportunity for us. I I was watching American Idol. This is before it came back. Um, I was watching and I saw that Ford was sponsoring and I thought, huh, if Ford is sponsoring American Idol, they must want to get college students and high school students interested in their vehicles. So I wanted to work with Ford, didn't know anybody at Ford, went on LinkedIn, typed in Ford and the word marketing, and this guy's profile came up. His name is Lee. Shout out if he's listening. Hello, <laughs> Lee. <laughs> he's like, that girl's still talking about yeah. me. Um, I didn't have Lee's phone number, so I called the Ford headquarters. I Googled it, and I asked for his... I said his first and last name, and he answered the phone, which I did not expect. And I said, hi, I'm Lauren. I'm the intern queen. And at the time, I didn't have a campus marketing agency. It was just an idea. So I, he said, do I know you? I said, no. He said, where'd you find me? I said, LinkedIn. And he said, what do you want? And I told him that I wanted to start a college ambassador program for the Ford Motor Company. And I saw on American Idol that they're trying to get in front of a younger audience. And I I have access to thousands and thousands of college students. And he said, send me an email. I sent him an email that night. I'm really big on very quick follow-up. And um, we got on a really big conference call with 10 executives from Ford. I thought this was my moment. They, I pitched them this college ambassador idea. They said they loved it. Then they rejected me. Ugh, there's that rejection again. But my rule from earlier in the conversation is you stay in touch three times per year. So I stayed in touch with Lee. And a year later, he was promoted. He had more say over the budget and he greenlit uh, the first Ford College Ambassador Challenge powered by the Intern Queen. So all of a sudden I had a campus marketing agency and I had to figure out how to run that. Um, and I'm still figuring out it out today, but it's it's growing and doing really well. So it's such a great story too, because you would think as a CEO of a company, you wouldn't have to look up on LinkedIn the, the Ford right. number and then say his name and get the phone number. And you, I just commend you for doing whatever it takes. And I think that is a huge part of success as well. It it really is. Right. And I th that's actually a really good point you bring up is that you see the title CEO and you assume that they're kind of connected to everybody and can get whatever they want easily. And like you said, can ditch their phone and go for a run and do all these things. But um, I guess it depends who you are and where you come <laughs> from and who you know. But uh, usually I have to pick up the phone just like the rest of them. <laughs> that's incredible. You talk about the structure of your day so much um, in everything that you write. What what does your day look like now? What does a good day look like and then what does a messy day look like? And, and how do you kind of work through both of those? Yeah. So for me right now, I probably have days when I'm home. So I'm in LA where we have an office or days where I'm traveling. So the past two weeks, I was in a different city every single day. Um, when I'm traveling, I try not to do, I try not to schedule a lot of calls. I used to be the crazy multitasker, but I've learned that you don't know what time the flight's going to land and you don't know if there's going to be outlets on the plane. You just shouldn't have all these calls scheduled for when you land in a new city. You don't know what's going to happen. So, um, I don't know, an example last week, I was at Virginia Tech for an event and we had this plan. I, I landed in Virginia. I, ha I had strict orders from our assistant. I had to pick up cupcakes for this event. And I always say, I mean, I am the CEO that picks up the cupcakes, <laughs> four dozen cupcakes, and they had no bag for them. And I had to deal with that. So, I mean, I like I'm the CEO that's not above picking up the cupcakes. But, you know, I landed at Virginia Tech. I had to go to my hotel get the cupcakes, go to a meeting, go to an event. We had nothing else on the calendar. And I get there and of course I land and seven things have gone wrong for other programs and initiatives we're involved with. And a client was upset. I had to get on the phone with them. So now I'm, you know, in Ubers with these cupcakes that there's no bag for trying to solve a problem. And it just you know, blew up in total chaos. I feel like it's an Anne Hathaway movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm in seven Ubers with these cupcakes. Yeah. Nobody will give me a bag. I, it, was, it was quite the day. So that was an example of a day that just blew up. And looking back, if I ask myself, what could we have done? Some of it we couldn't have prevented, but I think in general, it's just getting ahead of it. And it's just looking at the problems and making sure you're super aware of the calendar and, and just kind of, I tell my team all the time, we have to ask ourselves like, what could happen? You know, what, what could happen and what are the preventative measures that we're taking? But so how do you keep your happen? like mental stability through that? Like, do you, do you like put everything down for a second or do you just like, like work, 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 work through it? Yeah. I mean, I just try to take deep breaths and, and kind of keep it moving. And 
a lot of times people think that everything's urgent, like the the sky is going to fall. And so I try to say, okay, well, I'm only one person. I'm human. I'm going to call the upset client when I can. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure out where I'm going and put it in the Uber thing real quick first, you know, and it's just taking a deep breath and, and admitting to people I'm one, I'm one person. And then also admitting when you're wrong and taking ownership. I think in, as a society or in, in the workplace, we spend so much time not wanting to take blame and, and going back and forth. I always say, I tell my team, if it's our fault, just, just take the blame. And if it's, if it's kind of our fault, just take the blame. Who cares? It's not like, let's solve the problem. Let's not talk about whose fault it was for two hours. So I think some of those things probably help. And then a good day. Today's an example of a good day. I was so happy. I woke up in LA, got up early, um, didn't get my sales emails out, but that's okay. Got on top of it, went to my office. I'm here with you guys. And then I told, we have an executive assistant and I've been telling her no calls after 1 PM because if I'm on calls all day, I can't get any outgoing work done. So that's a new strategy that I we, we try to stay true to. So after this, I'll go home. I'll do some outgoing work. I haven't looked at my emails since Friday. So probably a little bit behind there. And um, then I'm going to go do a workout class later. So woo, that'll be a win. Yeah. And make dinner, make actual real good food with my husband instead of eating at who knows where. That sounds like a really great work-life balance. That's, Thank you. So today's work, a good day. Today is a get it together approved yeah. <laughs> day. You guys make sure you go to internqueen.com and careerqueen.com. And where can everyone find you on your socials? Yeah. So we have three Instagrams. So my personal is at official Lauren Berger. Um, and then if you're in college, you'll want to follow at intern queen. And if you're out of college at official career queen, and on those channels, we post internships and jobs and all of the fun stuff. And make sure you get her brand new book called get it together out now. Yeah. It's out in bookstores. You can get it now or on Amazon. Thank you so much. You have such great advice. And then, and also such great places for, I mean, obviously young men and women to go and, and really start like get on the right foot on what they want to do with their life. So congratulations for it. Look what you've done. Thank you you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I know that that was so much information. Kayla and I could have continue to talk to Lauren for hours. It w- but it's such important information that I think everyone needs and wants to hear. Um, you know, I never was in a position where I interned, but I definitely was an assistant for a while. And there were a lot of things I had to learn along the way. And things that I still am working on are keeping in touch with contacts and being my own cheerleader and, you know, in advocating for myself. And I think that she puts it so well um, and the really actionable tools that she gives you. Absolutely. The one that I think I'm really going to take away from this is knowing yourself completely and knowing what to do, um, what you need, what you need to go to sleep, what you need in the morning, how many hours of sleep you need, because it's such a basic concept that is so easily missed. And I know I miss it in my everyday life. So if you are looking for an internship, guys, you can go to internqueen.com and you will be connected with all kinds of companies looking for interns. Um, there's also careerqueen.com and we kind of uh, mish, like mashed all three of her books together. But just to give you guys an idea, um, if you guys want to read All Work, No Pay, that's the book that Lauren wrote on being an intern. And she specifically has chapters dedicated to um, with like graphs on how to make a resume mm-hmm. and and it just streamlines all the information that she talked about. And her books are quick reads. They're not really thick, but there's so much information. They're jam packed with everything you need to know, but they aren't that many pages. So it's a good, if it's summertime, a good summer read by the pool, or if you're on, on a plane ride, just start picking it up because before you know it, you'll have it finished. It's really motivating. She really um, spells out the chapters. So if you need to kind of go chapter by chapter based on what you're going through in her second book, Welcome to the Real World, that's going to be a little bit more if you've already got the job or you're an assistant and you're trying to um, figure figure out how you're going to translate all the things that you're learning at the moment into a bigger career. In that one's the long more career run. based. Yeah. That one's more career based. And I think as is careerqueen.com, which she'd started talking about. Um, but her latest book, Get It Together, uh, Ditch the Chaos, Do the Work and Design Your Success. This is just about structuring your life in the best possible way. And, and it's, so it's not necessarily geared towards being an intern or your career, but it's how you can be the best version of you mm-hmm. so that uh, the job that you do have or 
for the company that you do own or run or you want to run. Mm-hmm. Um, it can really be the best version of itself. So make sure you guys check out and buy her books because we really think that they can um, change your life. And I think that's such a huge decision to make in life is what do you want to do? And so um, check out Lauren and stay tuned next week for our next episode. Talk to you soon. Key is a sunglasses brand founded at Australian music festivals that has since expanded worldwide. They offer quality fashion sunglasses plus blue light glasses at an affordable price point, starting at $50. Key is loved by celebrities, influencers, and festival goers worldwide. Use promo code CHALLENGED at keyaustralia.com for 20% off your order. That's promo code CHALLENGED at keyquayaustralia.com. Restrictions apply. Free shipping for orders over $75. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to nurx.com slash challenged for a $20 credit. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.